love for us to shift the conversation, make it a little bit more relaxed. And I would like to ask you a few quick fire questions just to make sure that we get to dive deeper into your journey and some of your experiences as well. Now, being the PR manager for the Springboks is quite exciting and you get to travel the world and you get to see all of these different places. I would love to know from you, what has been the most memorable experience for you? So I think I think um, the most memorable experiences is traveling to Italy. I, I'm an absolute foodie. People don't know that about me, but I love everything. I love trying new recipes. I love cooking. I love I'm um, going to res- to restaurants around the world. And that was that was the most amazing place for me is to is to travel in Italy because it's just a foodie's dream. And of course, I'm assuming when we travel in Italy, we also gave the Italians a spanking on the field as well. Well, we did, but you know, we did also have one of our dark moments there where we lost to Italy for the first yes. time in our history. And that was a, a pretty tough day. And it was in a beautiful city of Florence. It was I was celebrating my 200th test after the match with the players and, and we lost. So that was a pretty dark day. Yeah, we, we do talk about the highs and lows, but, but luckily you enjoyed the food and the scenery yeah. as well. Yeah. I would love for, for us to talk about you possibly being on the field. What position would you love to play and specifically in which tournament? <laughs> I I would love to play fullback because I would like to be that last line of defense. And I also think I'm a bit nervous to be in the front. So 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 I would love to play I would love to play fullback. And I think you know to play in a rugby world cup um is an ama- would be an amazing experience to actually play. You know the women the 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 Springbok women are getting an opportunity to play in the World Cup in New Zealand next year. Uh, was supposed to be this year now has been postponed to next year so i think that would be you know the pinnacle of every of every player so to play in that tournament would be amazing definitely w- would you say that you would have the same skills as a uh, valila maybe <laughs> well i would ha- i'd like to think so but i <laughs> i don't think so you know those guys uh, percy montgomery villi you know those guys are just amazing athletes and i don't think i'll be fast enough firstly That is quite true. They are quite special players as well. But I would love to talk about some of the coaches. Now, I would love to put you on the spot. In your experience, who has been the best coach over the last two decades that you have spent with the Springboks? And I know that it might be a difficult question. Maybe Maybe I'll extend it to three coaches that you would say stand out for you. So, so I think I think you are going to put me on the spot, and I'm not going to answer you properly like you want me to, Aaron. But I'm going to say that you know, um, as I explained to you, I've worked with seven coaches, which which has been an amazing experience. But it's also a learning experience because every time it's like you getting a new job. Every time a new coach comes in, you know, they new they new they new things. Tradition and history and all that will stay the same because you know th- that stays the same. But the coach will bring in new 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 things and new ways to do things. So. It's it's got, like getting a new job every couple of years. I think the two the two coaches that probably stand out the the, the most for me would be um, well, probably three. The two coaches that I've won the World Cup with, which would be Jake White and Rassi Erasmus, and you know they were they were both amazing. They are both amazing coaches and visionaries, and and I was always in wonder of them when I would like listen to them and they would talk about. Um, you know, this is going to happen on the field and, and I can see this happening. And then the next thing it happens. And I was like, wow. And then also Peter de Villiers, you know, Peter de Villiers was was um, was a great was a great coach um, in, in the time when there was a great team as well. And, you know, he achieved a, a lot during that time. And we won the rugby championships. We beat New Zealand for four 
four times in a row, which was was a, was a memorable experience, and away from home as well. And and then we won the British and Irish Lions Tour in 2009. So I think those three coaches would be would be sort of you know top of the list. But not saying that other coaches weren't great, they were. <laughs> Beautiful. Let's talk a little bit about tournaments. I mean, 20 years, that's a very, very long time. And you have gone through so many different tournaments. Maybe let's talk about some of the tournaments that, that have stood out for you. I'm certain 2007, 2019, maybe could possibly be some of the markers. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, I've been to five Rugby World Cup tournaments and the Rugby World Cup tournament is the pinnacle of, of anyone's um, sort of rugby career. And as well as, a, you know, as a, as a management member, it is as well to, to you know, to go to those is, is very special. So I think, you know, I, I wouldn't, all of them, all of them are special. I haven't unfortunately worked at a Rugby World Cup in South Africa, which would, I think, would be amazing. I missed out in 2005 and then our first Rugby World Cup tournament was sorry I missed out in 95 my two my first rugby world cup tournament was 2003 in Australia so you know that was a special one we didn't do well we were we were we were we lost to the all blacks in the quarterfinal which was hard but you know 2007 we won in Paris which was amazing 2011 um, was was great in New Zealand um, we also went out in the quarterfinals, unfortunately. Um, 2015 in, in England was was great. We we won the, the the bronze medal there. We played Argentina in the bronze final, and then you know 2019 was was just amazing, winning in Japan. Oh, that was absolutely beautiful, and I'm certain that's a moment that many rugby fans will never forget. Yeah. But I would love for us to talk about some of those iconic matches. Um, when I think back to this British and Irish Lions series, I think of Mornay Stain, what he did on that weekend, what he did in 2009. Looking at some of the key matches that you have been able to be a part of the Springbok squad, which matches stand out for you? I think, I think for me... The matches that stand out were um, the players that played in their 100th test match. So when I started there, I, I thought, you know, there were only a, probably about six or seven centurions worldwide in rugby then, men's centurions. And um, and and when we, when we reached that with Percy Montgomery, that was just, I was like, wow, that was amazing. Um, you know, Percy was the first person. Then it was John Smith. That was an amazing game at the FNB Stadium. It was the first time we played there, 100 thousand people South Africans you know diverse nation rainbow nation amazing unfortunately we lost that game in the last minute um, you know to the All Blacks so that was heartbreaking then Victor Matfield um, played in Pretoria and he it was his home ground which was great for him and we won that match um, we then we then Brian Abana was the next centurion he played in Perth John de Villiers played in New Zealand. And then the last centurion that we've had that I was part of was, was the Beast. And he played in um, in, in Bloemfontein. He, play, he played uh, against Australia and we won that match. So I think those matches stand out for me because it's, it's amazing to play one test for your country. But to play 100 tests is really a special achievement. Definitely. Now, we've spoken about some of the coaches that have stood out for you across your 20-year journey. I would now like for us to focus on the 21 Springbok captains that you were able to, to work with. Who truly stands out for you? I'll give you a top three over there. Mm -hmm. And I would love for you to describe each one using just one word or possibly one sentence. 
Yeah, I think I think um, you know of the twenty-one captains, there are twenty there are twenty alive at the moment. Um, you know, twenty still around. Yost unfortunately has passed away. The the three that would stand out probably the most for me would be the ones that I that were the lo- captain for the longest time. You know, during that during my sort of tenure, John Smith. Um, John de Villiers and and Sia Colisi. So you know John um, John uh, uh, he, he's just he's just an amazing person. Um, he um, he's strong. He's resilient. He's he's always there and he's always the same. John de Villiers, um, you know, was, was he's just also a, a great a great guy, a funny guy. Always brings the funny part uh, out of it. Even when he's when he's stressed, he doesn't let that on. So he, I would say, you know, also very, um, very, very caring captain. Sia, uh, one word for Sia, humble, stayed the same from the first time he played a match to, you know, to being the World Cup winning captain in his 50th test match. Yeah, so I think those three, but, you know, every single one is special. And my relationship with with all the players is special. But with the captain, I would have to work a lot more, you know, with with the on the PR side because they are sort of, you know, more in the forefront at, at some stage. Definitely. Let's talk a little bit about your preferred nickname. Now the title of your book is the first the first lady of the Springboks. Alternatively, some have called you the mother of the Springboks. Which which one would you prefer? Yeah, well, I think I think you know the first lady was just because I was the first person, the first lady to travel with the team full time. But I think the mother of the Springboks. You know, initially I sort of thought, oh no, that's not really nice. I didn't think of myself as being that old, but actually I am that old compared to the players. And I think you know, I think that that's you know a, a term of endearment really because it's it's I did have. Uh, the role, I did have a lot of nurturing sort of in, in the role, you know, and being there for them when when we were away and their family wasn't there. So I, I'm not I'm not fussed which one. I think the mother is, is quite nice and, and I've learned to accept it and enjoy it. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. You're locked onto the Sport MBT Insider, a podcast for unrelenting coverage of women in sport.